You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Father John Rutten. And we're broadcasting today from St. John Paul II Parish in Harrisburg, South Dakota. I bet. <laughs> I just can't get over it. Y'all hang in there now, you hear? <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. I don't even know what you're referring to. Because that's what I said right before break. I'm oh. like, y'all hang in there. <laughs> okay. I got you. I was a little distracted when you said that. Yeah. Anyway. I'm Welcome, making, everybody. It's great to have you back. I'm just making fun of myself, Father. It's all good. <laughs> so we're excited to have Patty and Ron Fox on. Good morning to Patty and Ron. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Good morning, Ron and Patty. Good morning. Good morning, Father. Good to be here. So, well, Father. Yeah, we just, uh, Heather and I right now aren't sure who's supposed to lead this anymore. <laughs> the, <laughs> the last half hour was so amazing that I it was know. like, uh, we usually do pretty well tandem. But, uh, yeah, we just had, so, Ron, we're just going to jump right in. I know you two are able to just jump in. Dan, Dan Kolbeck was just on. He was at the Canyon last year with you guys. I think Ron maybe was at your table even. Hmm. Yes, he was. Uh, yeah, perfect. Didn't even Love plan it. that. Love so it. Yeah, we'll see if that fits we, the... Go ahead. We were listening to Dan, and we really enjoyed it. So. Ah, beautiful. Love it. So uh, he, so he kind of gave us a great uh, introduction to everything. And I think what I'd uh, appreciate maybe is... Um, so I want to say... I want to start off with something different about... Like, nothing's, a, you, nothing's like totally a form. So the need to have variety was a part of that. Mm-hmm. And so it even came down to the men and women. And my f- sort of preference would actually be to have men and women at the same table or to have young people, men and women in the same groups, because hmm. I think it does the same thing. It makes you look at reality instead of, you know, and sometimes women are more willing to share and it's helpful to the men to hear that. And men have something more concrete. Oftentimes they get clear. They don't need as much sure. of the dialogue. Um, so, but what we could see at the Canyon was that, that this was going to be a new experience for people. And when married couples walked through that door, there was going to be a tendency to want to stay together because it would be comfortable right? instead of sit at a table with someone that you didn't know. And so we really split the men and women up because we wanted to ensure that in the short period of time, these 14 classes, that there really was an opportunity for us to grow that might take longer if your spouse was sitting there. Yes. Yep. And we didn't have marriage counseling afterwards. So we, <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't want to open up those cans of worms. But Ron and Patty, the differentness, the thing that I love about now having Dan first, Dan has kids, kind of came through that route to the parish. And you guys, your kids are out of the house. And you ended up at St. John Paul II Parish, kind of in a different route. And wondering if you could share a bit about what that journey was that brought you to St. John Paul II. Uh, I guess I can go first. For, for me, Father, it was, uh, I was, you know, I was searching. I think there's a lot of Catholics do, but I was searching. Um, and it was, a, I wasn't sure where I was at at that point in my life. And then actually Patty had heard about uh, what was happening down in Harrisburg. And uh, she, uh, I was out of town and she went to uh, Sunday Mass and said, you, you know, you got to come. And, and at that time, um, when I did when I did uh, go to the mass the next Sunday, uh, it, it just seemed like a really good fit for me. It, immediately, I knew there was something going on here, and it moved me, and and um, ended up loving it. So, 
that's how I ended up at JP2. Awesome. Thanks, Ron. So, Patty, uh, Ron, said that, Ron said that you had heard what had been going on at uh, John Paul II. So what had you been hearing? I've been hearing that there was this new parish that was being started up in the Harrisburg community um, and that people were excited about it. And it was intriguing to me to find out, you know, when you talk about checking the boxes, I think that's basically where I was at in my faith, and I was searching for something else. And then when I found out that people were excited to go and be part of JP2, I needed to go see what they were excited about. Mm. I needed that in my life. So that's, that's what brought us there. <laughs> it's like right out of the scriptures. I know. <laughs> Come and see. Come and see. Come and see. Well, yeah, for me, too, any idea Patty had is usually a good one. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we just celebrated our 40 years of being married in October, so wow. I can honestly say that uh, all the good ideas in 40 years have really been hers. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations to you both on that. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You guys don't seem like you could have been married for 40 years. <laughs> well, we met in seventh grade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Catholic, wow. Catholic school, seventh grade. Wow. Love it. Wow, yeah. And all these years later, here you are. Well, yeah, maybe you could. You fell in love with me right away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe you could uh, say a little bit about the can your experiences of the canyon and what it's done for you. So you so you came to the parish and sort of already found an answer to something. You you met a people that this this is what I need and and you came and sent, saw that. But then there was this other proposal within of the canyon that came about after you had arrived. Uh, what made that attractive to you and what did you experience going through that? For me, there was two um, really things that stick out in my mind. The first thing is it was something that Ron and I could do together as a couple to experience going to this, to deepen our faith together. Um, and secondly, I think my experience with the table mates that I had, it's just second to none. Um, the witnesses, the part of being in daily life, how faith has touched us in daily life that we don't even really, I guess, acknowledge at the time. You don't know that that's what you're experiencing, but you are. And people sharing those things and finding the peace and comfort in knowing that everybody's going through that same thing in life and sometimes faith is great and foremost in your mind and sometimes you're frustrated with it so the conversations we had at that table were just incredible um, to know that we are in really good company (laughs) well and I think it's important you know I think what I'm hearing over and over father is that in this day and age when we spend so much time trying to keep up with the Joneses that it's good to get back to the basics and mm. to realize that we all are struggling with different things in our lives and that there are other people than Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram mm-hmm. to yeah. 
to keep our focus on that and other ways we can figure out our problems and realize that maybe not everybody's as perfect as I thought they were. Yeah. And I think that's a perfect description of what my heart has always felt was, you know, I grew up with an environment that had everything, lots, lots, lots in it, a beautiful family mm-hmm. that had so much, um, but in a way there, I wasn't in a di- my parents were, but I wasn't in a dialogue about faith in my life. I didn't want to be, I mean, my parents would have loved <laughs> me to talk to them, I'm sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that the, the return to the simplicity of the Christian encounter and the longing of the human heart is so important, I think, to what's happening that then all of the other things about different denominations and why we pray to Mary and, and all these kind of other things that usually people think of when they think, when we think of like, how do we help people become Catholic? I'm interested in what is in your heart and what are you longing for Hmm. and who is Christ? And when that sort of thing opens up, then I'm less of like having to give you stuff and I'm more like a guide saying, Hey, do you see that? Right. Hey, what about that? Um, so yeah, Ron yourself, what about? Well, yeah, as far as the, yeah, the canyon. <laughs> well, I've shared this with you before, Father. You know, um, I was, as you know, I was reluctant. Um, once again, it was a Patty's idea. Uh, he initiated it. <laughs> and uh, as I've already said, every good idea, is, you know, she's always come up with. So I figured it, it can't be a bad thing. But yeah, I was, I was reluctant. Um, but again, uh, going to the first, the first session, um, I was, you know, I was sold. Um, it was, uh, like Dan had said earlier, there was a diverse group of gentlemen that I got to meet and sit around the table with. And, and to hear, to hear their experiences, um, as time went on, we would share different things. And then when we do the witnesses, uh, that was, that was amazing. That, that opened up my eyes. To things that I never really thought about, it opened up my eyes and ways to express my thoughts and also how to how to talk to God, how to pray. I mean, I I learned that from these people at the canyon. Mm. It was amazing. Very interesting. I'm like sitting here thinking, Father John, you're going to have a full parish come this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's going to want to oh, come and experience this. <laughs> well, well, I mean, the, I, yeah, I hope so too. Yeah. The, the, the thought of the canyon, the name of it is what, you know, you think about how, how it, it, the echoes in a canyon, you know, and Father talks about that. And, you know, you kind of realize that you learn that when you, you learn to recognize that in your daily life. It's like how that echo just keeps going through the canyon. And that's, I kind of feel like, the people in that are attending this, that that's what we're doing. You know, others that are in the canyon that might not have joined our group are hearing this because of the echoes and the, the witnesses and, and what we're doing in our, how, how it's impacted our daily lives, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. That's beautiful. Well, and just thinking about it, I, I'm kind of, well, not kind of, I'm totally jealous. <laughs> of this experience that you're all having here at John Paul II. Father, what would you recommend for those of us who belong to different parishes and different cities and, you know, have different types of uh, maybe some Bible studies or whatnot? Mm -hmm. 
how would you recommend if we're desiring this? How do we start? Maybe not to create the canyon at home necessarily. Is there a way that those that are listening that desire more, what would be the first step, do you think? Can you give me a minute? I can. We're going to take a break then. And we're going to give you a minute. That would be awesome. Okay. We'll be back with more Real Presence Live. We're broadcasting today from St. John Paul II. And we'll be back more with Pat and Ron. Patty and Ron Fox. And the answer from Father John Rutten. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. S.J. Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, S.J. Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. S.J. Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. I'm Father John Rutten. And we're talking here, or we're broadcasting today from St. John Paul II Parish in Harrisburg, South Dakota. We're talking with Patty and Ron Fox. We've been talking this morning about the canyon which is an evangelization tool, learning tool here at St. John Paul II. Uh, It's a group uh, that Father John's put together. And um, how would you describe it? Say it again. The canyon? The canyon is... is, is, uh, uh, Come and and see. Come and see. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding because you can't. It's only for the parish, which was also a discernment that was difficult because a lot of people would want to come. Yes. But I really felt like it was necessary that we recognize this is something God has called us to. Everyone's welcome, but like it's within the parish. Well, we've talked um, about what an impact it's had on, on your parishioners. And I asked the question because I'm not a parishioner of JP2. Mm-hmm. Um, so those of us that want more, yeah, how how do we get an experience like the canyon? How do we begin? Where do we start? Oh, beautiful question. And Ron, I'm going to put you on the spot if you would. Um, you can say no, but 
you're on an, you're on a broadcast that's live right now. Uh, <laughs> we'll have it recorded. Would you, would you share? Uh, so how we met was Patty and I have a mutual friend, and she sort of was an instrument in a lot of this. And I did never knew Patty, but I knew Patty because of a friend. Now, right there is something really important to pay attention to. We 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 follow through the people that we meet. And so this person knew another person and put us together and I followed it and ended up at lunch with or dinner with Patty and Ron. I think the first time that we actually met, maybe I'm wrong, but eventually we went to this dinner and Ron, you shared with me a story about a moment of grace in your life. That was kind of a turning point for your business. Does that ring a bell for you? Yeah. Are you willing to share that? (laughs) Oh, sure. Um, well, Patty and I worked t- together um, at uh, at Fox Drywall. Um, we started to we moved to Sioux Falls in '93, and then we decided to start Fox Drywall in 1998. And you know, work started working at home, um, and it was a, it was a difficult time. You know, concerned about you know the business and providing for the family and so forth, and. Uh, for the first few months, you know, things were slow, and I, I shared the story with you. I, it was a Friday um, Friday afternoon, and um, I was just stressed out. And I was laying on the couch, and I was just, I, was, I never, I told you, I never thought I was a religious person, so to speak, but I did a lot of praying during those, that time, and particularly that afternoon, I was just praying so, so hard, just, you know, that I'd make the right decision, God, you know, what, where do I go from here? You know, business was a little slow. Well, then the, my cell phone rang, and um, we got our first, I would say, decent-sized project. It was only a $60,000 project, but, um, yeah, it was like my prayer got answered in a phone call right then and there. And that, uh, it actually uplifted me. It, it gave me energy, and, um, you know, we we just really took off from there and never looked back. Um, uh, it's hard to explain, but uh, that that afternoon is when it, it just seemed to really take off. Hmm. So the reason... I, oh, go ahead, Brown. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, <clears throat> I thank God for that every day. Yeah. So. This most striking thing about what you've said to me, Ron, is... Friday afternoon. And if I could help anybody else understand what it is that I'm intuiting and trying, I'm by no means the expert, is Ron had something happen in his life. It wasn't because he was at St. John Paul II that it happened. It wasn't that he said yes to the canyon that it happened. God is in his life. And God is in every person's life. There's no one parish that's better than another parish or a diocese that's better than another diocese or a time in history that was better than another time in history. Every time in history for 2,000 years has been a moment in which God has said, I love this world so much, I will be among them. And the gift of being baptized is the recognition that that truth belongs to me. And it's hard to live out of that, especially in an American culture that thinks it's up to us. And if we just get together, we can solve every problem and we can do all these things. That's not true. 
That's not true. And you're selling people lies if you tell them that. And you're leading them to depression and long-term anxiety because then they think inside their heart when they realize they don't measure up that there's something wrong with them. Mm. Everybody else seems to be able to just band together and do it or pull up their bootstraps. That's not true. Look at your experience. There's lots of places in life that you fail, that you don't, that you feel like you left out. Uh, and then today we feel like if we're left out, that it's an experience that then we have to cr change reality in order to meet my ideas so that I can feel like I belong. Mm. But Christianity is that God is here. And when you meet the spirit of God, you discover I belong and nothing outside has to change something inside changes. And so it isn't about running to the next place and going to the next thing. Ron and Patty didn't just run to, to JP2. Ron and Patty followed what God was doing in their life. And it happened even before the moment of Ron getting the phone call. But we didn't get into all of that. But that was the moment. And what did they pay attention to? The longing of their heart. That if we're in touch with with how much we're longing. Uh, St. Benedict has a really great, when he says, talks about what monks you should want in, he talks about wanting monks that have a longing and great desire. Hmm. So if, if you want what's at the canyon, pay attention to what it is you're look, look, looking for, longing for, desiring. And then be cautious, though, of answering that by your idea. <laughs> this is where we get in trouble. Impatience. If we all just came to St. John Paul II, <clears throat> we'd do it. Now, what we need to do is... Maybe more will come. I hope lots come to St. John Paul II. And I hope more within St. John Paul II come to the canyon. But if we all end up there, unaware that we're like looking for something, I'll guarantee you in a month, everybody will go away. Hmm. But if you end up there because you realize you're being drawn, so the next part of it is when you look at your heart, you look at your life and you see something's happening. God's here and you're already full. You're like already more. And, and so what you run into doesn't have to answer your existential drama. What you run into is you're hoping more of what's, what's been billowing in you and growing in you. And then some things happen. And so the method of Christianity is the disciples all followed Jesus. And so you follow the ways in which these things are happening in your life. And they just keep going from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. But how other places can it, people and places can experience something like the canyon? It's a mystery to me. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know what the canyon. I mean, we, that's not Christianity. Christianity is like he's going to do something. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to do, but he's going to do something. <laughs> Stick with us, guys. Let's go. You know. And even Patty and Ron, maybe you could speak to having been there two years. That there is even the temptation that once you find something, that if you all of a sudden turn it into your idea, the next time it happens, it might be different than you think. And maybe you could just kind of say you were there last year, and now you've been this year, and maybe speak into sort of the fact that it's not an ideal, perfect world. We're saying all the beautiful things right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe you could say something about this second year and the way you've experienced it and, um, a little differently than last. I think for me, um, it has been very different this year just because I feel um, we actually are attending via Zoom versus in person. And... Um, Last year was such, such a beautiful experience, and I guess I had really high expectations going into this year, and I just thought, well, it has to be just as good or even better. Um, but then COVID hit, and we've been attending by Zoom, and I 
I think for me personally, I needed that personal contact. Um, I needed to be there physically. I still hear the message, but I don't have the sharing and the witness that we had that first year. And I think that really has made the difference for me. Hmm. Any thoughts from you, Ron? Um, yeah, I feel the, you know, the same. Uh, we talked, Patty and I talked about whether or not we were going to you know, sign up the second year, but we, we had such a great experience, as she said. And, yeah, your, our expectations were high, and, um, but not being able to be there in person with the COVID was the was the changing factor, you know, and how I feel about it this year. I still love it. I think it's an awesome, um, an awesome thing for everybody. But I miss the content. I miss getting to know the different people around my table and hearing hearing their stories and um, their experiences. So that that's the only real downfall for it this year. But which is, I don't know. We'll get through it. But. <laughs> We will, and I, and and I think here's a moment in which I get to continue to to do the work of the canyon. Isn't just the content, but it's the experience and growing and awareness of what's happening. Is we mm-hmm. can say, "Hey guys, even if your expectations aren't met, stay with me." Oh, absolutely. And then, but the tendency is to like when it's not met, then we go away, and you stay with. And then what do you learn? You learn, oh, now we found, we've got all these recorded now. Uh, we've, we find, oh, we're learning the importance of sharing in a particular way at the table. Uh, we're learning the, the, the necessity of when expectations are huge to be a little, you know, that's a very St. Ignatian principle. If you have huge, be a little cautious. Cause, yeah. cause so even in this, it's like, okay, let's look at this guys. Let's look at this. We're having this kind of experience. Now what's this mean? Cause yeah. why God's in this too. Well, and I think it, it's a reminder, it's not always going to be perfect. And maybe we just need to pause and be grateful for what we have experienced, mm-hmm. period. Um, yeah. Yeah. Would you guys, uh, Patty and Ron, like to close us out with a final comment, thought? Well, for me, it's just, right now, I believe it's amazing to be a Christian and to be part of the JPQ family and I thank God every day that I took that Christian of church. <laughs> Amen. Yep. We'll be back with more Real Presence Live right after this.